0: Hi, I'm Rev. Carol Saunders, host of The Spiritual Forum. I'm here with a lot of interesting people who gather each week to be an inquiry and dialogue on living the spiritual life. We're all on the spiritual path, growing in our understanding of ourselves and others, and moving from being complainers to being empowered to simply being. We know that we can't change the world unless we change ourselves. Welcome to The Forum. Hello everyone and welcome to the Spiritual Forum. So, so glad you're here. I want to remind everybody if you'd like to subscribe to the Spiritual Forum newsletter, you can do that on the website thespiritualforum.org and you will hear about our latest episode and also maybe get a blog post from me and maybe also an affirmation and some information on our weekly prayer calls. We pray weekly on Um, Tuesdays for the animals, Wednesdays for the children who are victims of child trafficking, and Fridays for our nation. So um, all of that's in our newsletter as well. Today, I have a really interesting guest. I've been looking forward to talking with her for a long time. Her name is Monique Rebel. Monique is a painter born in Poland. She left her Country as a teenager and lived and worked in England, Holland, and France before moving to the United States. Although she experienced appreciation for her art in the local art community, Monique's personal life was a source of depression, and eventually she became suicidal. This is when the amazing, miraculous occurrence of Kundalini Rising took place and changed her life completely. After years of contemplation of the phenomena, she became a spiritual teacher, she wrote a book about her experience. It's called Transcendence Calling The Power of Kundalini Rising and Spiritual Enlightenment. And this book was published in May of 2018. Monique now teaches people how to train and cultivate chakras to help the Kundalini energy rise and to better utilize our great potential as truly magical, beautiful, creative, and beneficial beings. Welcome, Monique. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much. I'm very excited to be
0: here with you. I'm really happy to be with you too. Um, I've mentioned before we started that I've read most of your book, and uh, particularly we're really interested in talking about the chakras, which we'll get into later. But I, I think a lot of people listening may not know what kundalini is or even kundalini rising is and so I think it'd be good to kind of start there like um, and if you want to talk about your experience that's fine but uh, that'd be great but what 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 is kundalini and what is kundalini rising and how did that all happen for you
1: well maybe I start a little bit with me because I had no idea what kundalini was when my experience happened I didn't even know the word and sometime before my experience, maybe a year before someone mentioned something about chakras to me and I laughed them off. I just thought that was really a bit too much of uh, like fantasy woo-woo. <laughs> and woo-woo stuff. Yes, I just didn't buy buy that at all. And then uh, my experience happened and I knew what it was because... The nature of this experience, if kundalini is able to break through all the way to the through the top to the crown chakra, then we really know what happened. We don't need to study books for it. Um, but what kundalini is is, I uh, see it. So my interpretation. Um, Aligns somewhat with uh, what's already known about it, what's been known for thousands of years, because this is a natural experience. This is what would happen to people, you know, thousands of years ago. And this is probably what has been happening all the time, but it's not necessarily a very common experience when it happens all the way through people experience partial kundalini risings so in my uh, in my view kundalini is actually our consciousness mm-hmm. so kundalini is all that we are all that we think all that we imagine all that we know our bodies and everything only in terms of if we look at it from the viewpoint of the subtle body which is subtle body is the structure of the invisible system that includes kundalini and chakras. It also includes other elements like uh, nadis, which um, I don't really get into much because these are the ways that kundalini, the energy that's at the bottom of the spine, that's our consciousness normally, resting there at the bottom of the spine. Um, The nadis is the way that Kundalini can move through all the way up. And some nadis don't actually even lead all the way to the top. So therefore, people have different types of of, uh, experiences. Some of them, uh, and most of the time, they're partial experiences, partial Kundalini risings. So, as I said, I see Kundalini as an individual unit of consciousness. And in that form, Kundalini um, is not only our consciousness, but it's also the spirit. Mm. So, it's an individual unit of consciousness, but it's that, it's the spirit. It's, if you can feel consciousness as being spirit you know all all that you know (laughs) all that you are we are spiritual beings we are spirits so that spirit that individual unit of consciousness with each of us it's the same story it uh We know it as reincarnation, but we don't even have to think of it as reincarnating. It's simply the spirit creates the subtle body, which consists of itself and the system, the, the subtle body system of the seven chakras—you can see them here on that picture. This is how I usually show when I when I teach. Um,
0: yeah, we'll put that picture. I'll put that on the web page for this podcast. Awesome, episode.
1: that would be wonderful. Yeah. Yes. So um, we know from uh, the ancient times and from the um, um, the customary view of the subtle body is that. Kundalini is a serpent-like energy located at the bottom of the spine, and it is in between first and second chakra. So it's right by, it's in the physical body, it's in the sacrum area. So that's like the very bottom of, of the spine. And uh, when kundalini uh, moves up, uh, is awakened, awakens, it's actually always awakened. I mean, we are not asleep, but we are not fully conscious Mm -hmm. normally. We are not fully conscious. We are just conscious to a degree. And um, most people uh, would be probably... 95% of people would be just conscious on the first three levels of the first three dimensions. And I'll get into the dimensions in a minute. Yeah,
0: I look forward to talking about that. Yes,
1: Yes. so Kundalini rising is an experience that that often happens spontaneously to some of us. Sometimes it's partial, so Kundalini doesn't go all the way through. These chakras um, are considered energy vortex, vortexes or energy centers, I experience them myself as the gates to the dimensions of perception. So it's a little different uh, view. It goes a little further into the certain, into certain cosmology that, that, I, uh, that I happen to perceive during my experience without knowing, as I said, anything about chakras. So kundalini experience can happen spontaneously or, as you know, we have uh, practices that's been uh, practiced for also for a thousand years. And those uh, you can say that kundalini yoga is one of the practices that uh, supposedly is going to awaken kundalini. And there are different different schools. I don't teach, um, actually, kundalini rising because that's not what I consider the way to to go. The way to go is to train and develop chakras because kundalini rising, it's not so hard to make kundalini rise. Aesthetic uh, aesthetic, um, practices, like Buddha himself did, um, those are practices that that can uh, um, make kundalini rise because they are uh, endangering our our physical life, right? So uh, extreme, extreme, extreme negligence, negligence of body. Uh, Mm -hmm. causes kundalini to rise another way of uh, of arousing kundalini is uh, is with uh, sexual practices so that's where tantra comes in but the problem with all of that is is that most of us are not ready for the arousal of kundalini and it is because in most of us the lower chakras the first, second, and third, and I'll be talking about them in detail uh, in a, hopefully soon. Um, <clears throat> those are usually congested, especially the second and the third, and Kundalini cannot break through. And if it's a if it a, a, if it rises and it can't break through. It causes problems. It's a tremendous energy. Our consciousness is much more powerful than what we are normally using. We are stressing out in the area of the second and third, third dimension, but then there are there there is enormous power in the upper in the upper dimensions that we barely use. So uh, if Kundalini is able to go through all the way. Uh, and uh, we can explore each of those dimensions. That's when uh, we learn about our incredible potential. And uh, we have a certain sense about it. And we have the teachings that we know, known, for example, from great spiritual masters like Jesus Christ or, or Buddha, we know that there is more to life, and then and then then just uh, uh, the material world and our personal little you know, ego world.
0: We tend to think that there we tend to think that those those special people, <laughs> that the that they were special people, and and that's not what they taught. You know, I know Jesus taught over and over again. You know, you have this power. You know, you you are gods. Yeah. each
1: of us each of us has that has that potential it's just a matter of there are predispositions you know we we are we have certain talents that that we are born with so uh, that's helpful but generally the subtle body system is the same for everyone we all mm-hmm. have uh, all humans have, these basic seven chakras there are chakras everywhere and there there is more chakras in there are tiny little ones in the subtle body system so it's not just limited to that this is a very very basic image basic structure here but uh chakras are everywhere so they're they're just these energy centers all over the universe and we are we are created so we can uh, so we can experience life on all these different levels, all these different dimensions. Now there are different theories about dimensions, but I'm just teaching what I know from my own
0: experience. Your experience, yeah. So is it fair to say that so the kundalini is as as you define it our consciousness our spirit and then it rests at the base of the spine which i think is interesting because i think if you were to ask people where's your consciousness where's your spirit i i don't know if people would say oh it's at the base of my spine you know it's an interesting new idea right. for a lot when of we
1: people we are indoctrinated by another uh, by another dimension or another chakra you see we have the third chakra here which is yeah, the, the
0: mind, mind. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and that yeah. mind wants to take over everything, and right, our right. our uh, ways of living life are constantly supervising with this, with this chakra. Yeah,
0: um,
1: and that's the mental power. This is this is the judgment. This is the a strategy. This is this is how we maneuver through life with. Yeah. Logic you control
0: things yeah. and
1: linear thinking. This mm-hmm. is how we control. Mm-hmm. So this one, this power, the, the mind always wants to take over, always wants to control, says, ah, oh, that's not true. It always doubts. But this is also where science is, you see. So it's a very, it's a very uh a powerful uh um tool that can investigate uh, very well. It's like a perfect computer. We just have it obstructed by, by uh, the
0: systems that are in the
1: mental structures that we learn from the time we're born.
0: Okay. Okay. Right. Right. I get that. Um, I know we're just really wanting to get to the chakras, but I still, I still want to get, yeah, I just want to just get real clear. So So, so the Kundalini is our consciousness. It's our spirit. And is it fair to say that Kundalini rising is our spirit uh, moving without obstruction through all of the energy centers, so that there's like like perfect like flow? Is it just like the flow of spirit in our in our consciousness, our body? Our I mean, so I know you'll talk about the effect of it, but Kundalini rising is just the spirit being able to move through the body fully. Is it that?
1: Yes the energy that rests at the bottom of the spine has created your body it has created the subtle body system it has created everything upon upon lodging itself at the bottom of the spine it becomes survival sexual and creative it does affect our life all the time i mean we are it and Mm -hmm. when it rises depending how far it can go it creates effects so it is definitely felt by people who have uh, kundalini moving getting up in the area of the first chakra they feel it physically they can feel shaking they can feel all kinds of physical energy they it's called kriyas uh in in the in the language of uh, kundalini rising uh
0: uh, is it chi chi also that that word chi chi well yes chi
1: chi yes chi it can be it's somewhat the same uh, okay. because that's that that inner energy that we possess. So you can you can translate it as consciousness and, and as spirit, but I think in in from taking it from uh, the Indian um, um, tradition, the Hindu tradition, um, it's it's more accurate to say Kundalini than Chi, and it is because it actually is coiled up at the bottom of the spine. And I Hmm. was able to observe it when it came out of me. Okay. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. And that was the moment when it started, when, well, the experience started before, but I had no idea that it did. Because when we experiencing it in the second and third, second chakra, especially Um, That's emotional. And I was able subconsciously to go through the exercise that allowed my emotions to kind of flatten, so to speak. So I wasn't I wasn't any more emotionally uh, disturbed uh, because of my situation, because of my suicidal, uh, you know, need, desire, or or, uh, that, that urge that I had. So um, I was able to, that experience was already happening, but I didn't know. I only noticed that something absolutely out otherworldly was happening when I saw the rainbow light flowing around me in a tube-like shape. i had no idea what that was so it was terrifying and i wanted to run away but i couldn't because it was moving with me it was a part of me mm-hmm. so i i could i i could say that it definitely is like a serpent and it's a uh, it's in the in the rainbow like has rainbow like colors i don't know if it's like that for everyone but uh i think it if this is how I this is how I present it in in, in okay. the form of a uh, rainbow like uh, serpent or or tube of light. Yes.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Um, I I do want to talk to you a lot about your experience, but why don't we go through the chakras now so that we can sure. kind of have an understanding? Yeah.
1: Yes. Okay. So um, first of all. The subtle system, subtle body system, as I already mentioned before, is consists of, in a very basic, simple way, of the kundalini energy. So that's our consciousness, spirit, that becomes survival, sexual, and creative upon entering the body, creating it from from the very beginning. Um, the first Chakra, as I call chakras, are the gates to the dimensions of perception. There are energy centers, absolutely. The vortexes, they pull in energy and then they give out energy. So they're like connecting us with, uh, with a certain kind of energy, certain vibration. And these are fields, I call them dimensions. But these are fields of energy there is a field of energy or dimension that's only material. That's the first chakra. Chakra, First chakra opens us up. The root chakra opens us up to the material dimension. If we want to uh, understand material dimension, it's most of us are with it, right? Most of us are here Mm -hmm. physically in the body. Most of us know that there is... uh, there is uh, uh, material reality under the microscope, and then there is also material reality in the cosmos, endless galaxies, and all that is material world. Our bodies belong to to that dimension. Without any other chakras, we're just we're just physical beings. We're like an object, like a rock although animated we're animated because we have the subtle body system but not every object has a subtle body system
0: Mm -hmm. animals
1: have it to to some degrees too they don't have all the chakras but they have some of them and that's why we can communicate with them and we can we can um, uh, we kind of belong to the animal world in in a way too Mm -hmm. But that's the first dimension. is just uh, is just the material world. The second chakra <laughs> opens us up to the di- dimension of emotions. So it's a very different world. You can tell it's already a different energy. And um, the first three chakras relate to our personal personal uh, reality. So uh, emotions, uh, it's, oh, we are, we are um, uh, monitored by emotions. Our emotions are telling us yes or no, like or no like. And it happens constantly, daily, on continual basis. We like something or we don't like something. It's very simple, but then the emotional range is, is wide, you know, from being really, really unhappy to being ecstatic and, you know, grief and and anger and fear and uh, and uh, conservative approach or or uh, or gladness. You know, in in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, there are there are all these different all these different uh, uh, stages or, or levels of of emotional emotional state. But basically, it's it's just positive or negative reaction. So our second chakra reacts mm-hmm. to the material you see mm-hmm. and chakras are hierarchical so it is impossible from the 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 first one to see up mm-hmm. so if are yep. just a, if we're just a rock we're just a rock yeah we can't see <laughs> up but if we have emotions then we you feel cold down. and we feel bad because it's cold or uh, or uh, there is uh, you know great spread of food and we feel great <laughs> because right. uh, we have the second chakra that opens us up to that dimension of just mm-hmm. emotional reaction. Then there is the third one, which is, the very it's a it's a crucial one to understand and it's not understandable there is the paradox in here because we are perceiving the world through this chakra not all of it of course but just that world that we can understand logically that we can Say, okay, well, this makes sense. One, two, three, four, five. This makes sense. Okay. So that that that's understandable. But the consciousness is much more than that. There is so much more in it, and it's not understandable to the mind. The mind has no capacity for it. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it is so hard for people to tap into the upper upper chakras open up the upper chakras unless we have certain predispositions or we practice cultivating those upper ones
0: so we also uh, have to know about it i mean i think that all of our training our whole world view our culture our indoctrination is really those first three chakras.
1: Exactly. You're very correct. Very right. Exactly. That's what it is. This is is the big issue. And this is why uh, it's so important to know the system and understand that chakras are not just energy centers that are um, relating to different body parts, as it's Mm -hmm. known in Hinduism they are actually, and this is not something that you will find anywhere else. This is just my own observation. And I had the experience that's extremely rare because very often that experience of Kundalini rising, go, going all the way to the top, happens so fast, spontaneously, that there is, it's very hard to tell what happened. And if people are practicing it for years and trying to to uh, get through those knots uh, as, as the chakras are called because they're too congested. So Kundalini cannot go through. It takes a long time to break through and it's still kind of a shot in the dark in a way, you know, it's hard to figure it out. And I have to say that, um, that, that uh, um, travel that I was able to go through that transition, allowed me to see each dimension separately. There, uh, there were points of transcendence of going from one dimension to another, and they were very specific. I'd write about it in my book. So you can book, you, yep. you, you remember probably that, that every dimension was very different and every uh, Um, entrance into each dimension so so to speak was was very different so each each of those chakras needs different practice we can't just by singing one mantra that one person was helped by and then created the whole school around it we can't assume that that person that everybody else is going to catch on uh, kundalini rising with that one mantra because mantras are in the fifth dimension you Mm -hmm. see and we have all different we are all different we have some some chakras open some some are not developed at all and these first three ones are heavily congested the mental systems that we have here the structures that we're dealing with are very confusing And the problem with it is that it's it's like psychology, it's endless. You see, you can just keep on figuring it out over and over and over, and there is always something new, and it's Mm -hmm. always something there, and there is just it's just endless, you know, just endless. So that's not what we're looking for. We're not looking for the mind is eventually if we're looking for a solution the mind is eventually going to turn in a, in a, in a circle it, it's it's uh the true answers the inspired answers come from sixth chakra so yeah so
0: so can before you go on uh, when you say congested does that mean is it kind of like um like a river that has uh, a lot of blocks in it is it like when you say congested what what it actually engage. is that like, okay.
1: a, like a door, you know, like a round door that, so
0: the keeps, doors closed?
1: On, that keeps on uh, having all that stuff around it. And the, okay. the, the break through, can't, can't go through it. It's harder and harder.
0: Okay. So it's a, it's a block. It's like yeah. a block. It's like the door is it's, closed and the energy yeah, can't it's, move it's through maybe it.
1: maybe has a small, a very small yeah. uh, small uh, opening, opening yeah. you know, but, but, uh, but most of the time, it's it, it's unfortunately we have, and especially now with the information age that we entered uh, some you know thirty some years ago, we're just overwhelmed with information. So uh, we're collecting more information in the third in the third chapter. Yeah.
0: and I think yeah personally, I think that that all of the information, the internet, the all the media, you know, Netflix, all of that. It, it, it. It's all. It's almost like it's all designed to keep us in those bottom three chakras.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's created by them too, because this That's is this is the this is the competition. This is, the, competition. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is the, the, the third chakra is the competition. Judgment yeah. is yeah. is yeah. to win for for ourselves or our group. So yeah. it's not thinking about uh, about the whole world being because it doesn't see up.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't see that, you know, the the kingdom of God or the, the Jesus talked about, the kingdom of heaven, or, you know, the full potential of the human, it doesn't see that. So it's just trying to be more successful at that third chakra level. Yeah,
1: everybody's yeah. trying to make more money, everybody, yeah. you know,
0: and... <laughs> And it's it's so logical.
1: It's so it's so uh, you know it makes sense. It's so logical, but at the end of the day, it doesn't, and that's the problem. At the end of the day, we're we're overwhelmed by our thoughts, and that's why, fortunately, we have meditation that allows for dissipation of some of those thoughts if we work on it properly. And we have, um, you know, the way I, I was able to, uh, to step out of my, my self destructive uh, emotion was through a certain practice. So I'm, I'm using that practice in, in my teachings <clears throat> and some others. But uh, these are very important uh, chakras to train. We need to train yeah. our mind. And those spiritual teachers have always told us for thousands of years, the way to do it is, and I, I mean, I heard it before I had my experience and I was like, I don't know how to do that. There's really focusing the mind, focusing and focusing and focusing. So, you know, just like a guided meditation when you just like feel all, all, you know, without any, any idea. It's okay, but that's like a beginner's stage. Mm -hmm. Later, the mind needs to be focused. And it needs to focus until there is just one thought left. Once it can focus on that one thought, then it needs to surrender it. Let go. And this is the practice. This is the practice that I happen to do subconsciously and I had no idea that it would bring such an effect. But the reason I put in um, in my book, that part about uh, the epiphany during painting, when I could Mm -hmm. break through into actually the sixth dimension, I didn't know what it was then because it was four years before my experience. But that was because I manically practice my art. I just kept on staring at the painting, focusing my mind. And it was a combined, what I called combined practice of focusing the mind and developing the sixth chakra. So uh, eventually it so happened that that I had that experience, that epiphany of breaking into the abstract dimension, which is a level, one of the layers of the very rich sixth dimension. So are we done with the mind yeah, so now?
0: I, I think so. It sounds like your practice of focusing on one thought until there's only one thought and then releasing it, that that for you... Opens that third chakra. Is that right? The third that, door. What, third what it does in every
1: case, every practice on each chakra is there to allow kundalini to move up. Mm-hmm. To, because naturally kundalini, our consciousness naturally wants to go up.
0: It wants to rise. Yeah,
1: it wants to. <laughs> right. This is our. That's why we are not, you know, happy with uh, with. Uh, uh, no nothing special we we like good things and this is natural this is a natural thing of of the spirit we want mm-hmm. to do better we want to evolve and the spirit wants to connect with the maker with right. the ultimate consciousness so by um training the second chakra and creating uh, what I call emptiness, which is also what spiritual masters talked about, but um, no one so far has been able to pinpoint exactly where, at which stage of the travel of Kundalini or the the path to spiritual enlightenment, at which stage um, that emptiness actually is uh, achieved. And it's quite early. It's in the second chakra.
0: The emotions.
1: When we are able to find emptiness, which is neutral state of no emotions. It feels like like a vacuum. There is nothing there. It's not good, but it's not bad.
0: Yeah, I see that. I get that. Yeah. Yeah
1: but it's it kind of it does present itself as a like a desolate landscape without a focal point so there is nothing there maybe there is something but you know you can't focus on anything it's it's a a non emotional state some people call okay. it neutral some people call it yogic indifference but I call it emptiness because in my experience, I could tell, and I was surprised when I, when I actually found myself in it. I've never experienced that before because we are always in some kind of emotional reaction to something. We're always. So it's a practice to actually, to actually step out of the emotion we are in We identify this, this first three chakras, these dimensions are all
0: interconnected. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: They're Mm -hmm. all intertwined. And this is why psychology is endless. This is why our humanity, we as people, we're just constantly in this, in the soup Mm -hmm. of, of uh, physical, emotional, and mental. And there is just endless amount of theories that can be created together with it because everyone experiences it individually. We are individual units of consciousness. That uh, with Kundalini, the spirit being here, we most we feel those three dimensions the strongest, right?
0: Right.
1: So they're right here. They're right. They're right. They're right. They're right
0: here. Yep. Our whole world's built around that. So, okay, so number one is material, uh, the material dimension. Number two are the emotions and the reactivity. And number three is the mind. Is, are the, ready to, is to, the Yes,
1: Is the first mind. This is the logical mind.
0: Right, it's, the logical mind, the I don't planning call mind. It the
1: intellect. I call the, the seventh chakra the, pure right, intellect.
0: Right. That's right. more
1: observing. And the mind is always goal oriented. So, the critical
0: mind. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: yeah, it's it wants yeah. to achieve a goal. It's mm-hmm. goal-oriented, it's thinking in order to gain. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And here, if our kundalini is able to break through these two, actually, the third one, the first one, too, but that happens without us even feeling it necessarily, if it happens smoothly. Um, as soon as we break through the third chakra as soon as our traveling up kundalini, our individual unit of consciousness breaks through the third chakra, all the thoughts are released. You see all the thoughts and it seems it seems crazy, it seems impossible because the mind cannot comprehend it, but it actually can go through the experience of releasing all the thoughts that we've, like, it happened with me. I observed and experienced all of my thoughts coming up to the present time, like those bubbles of oxygen in water. And I was just observing them. I observed them in astonishment, but I could from the moment when I, could, when I started thinking and making decisions as a little child, my mind naturally was following all the developments of these few frames of thoughts that we have. It seems like, oh my God, we're thinking so much, there's all these thousands of thoughts. They all belong to a, a certain area Certain theme, let's say, uh, family, dreams, work, relationships, uh, you know, whatever it would be for each of us, it's just you know, just a few of them, maybe seven max, you know, different themes that we go through life. And so, these thoughts belong each thought, each thought belongs to one theme, or maybe it belongs to some other things, but basically all of it gets released if kundalini moves through. It clears out that door, clears out that chakra, and the thoughts get released. And when it comes to present time, you know, you know. of course, we know um, our modern uh, teacher, today's teacher, Eckhart Tolle, talks about the power of now and present time. Mm. And that's because he was able to although he doesn't specify it uh his kundalini went through the third chakra and cleared it all up. I, I, yep, I get that yeah i get that in the present time yeah. and and in the present time all thoughts vanish in transcendence and as the and that transcendence from each each chakra that transcendence simply moves up to the higher dimension. So once we have that elation of of sort of feeling omniscient, not that we know everything, but that we know how to reach a goal with the mind, that we know the mind can, actually we can use the mind as a tool to, uh, to reach to f- figure out every problem, to, to solve any problem. This is what this mind is for, is to solve problems. Yeah. So once we know that, we feel elated, and, and this is when, when that energy of, uh, of all these thoughts released in transcendence takes us higher to the fourth chakra. And this is where, where uh, another incredible thing happens, because this is when we meet with love.
0: Mm.
1: And so this is the sacred love and the love that we do feel in our lives, in relationships, and we, f- we may feel it to the world, but normally in our personal, in our ego world, we feel it to one specific person or our family it will be few specific people, but it's the same love. This is the love that Jesus was teaching. Yes. And this is the love that all you know great spiritual masters talk about. <clears throat> and it's a dimension and it's eternal. It's always there. When we talk about the third dimension, there is a sub-dimension in it. And that subdimension is time. Ah, uh, you see.
0: Yeah. So we have yeah, our. I history. see that.
1: We have our history, we have our life story, and that is not created by the third dimension. As we already know, we don't have the knowledge in here. This is in the sixth dimension where it's created, the time. The concepts, concepts are coming from here. So anyway, we are now here in the okay. fourth dimension, and in this dimension, what happens? And you probably know that uh, you know that uh, the uh, the saying "receiving the grace," mm-hmm. receive the grace. So that's the entrance to the fourth dimension. By receiving the grace, we realize that there is love bestowed upon us at all times, always, to our individual being. And that, what I call presence, that eternal love knows all about our problems knows about why we cry it knows everything it is love, but it's real love it's not love that another person may know us very well, may love us deeply, but they won't know absolutely everything about us. that presence the the, the receiving the grace and realizing that love is Realizing that we are loved completely, deeply, madly by, by God, by, by that being in that dimension, that's what it is. So tapping into that dimension through prayer, through religions help that, you know, through different ways, some of us can simply are simply simply have opened the fourth chakra and love deeply everything and if kundalini is not able to go higher that love in the force uh, that open force chakra you know it's just a sacrifice it's just uh, it's just devotion but it does not always satisfy us individually because we don't know the whole thing so this is just love, and this is what Jesus was teaching, and 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 yeah, uh, his
0: ministry was all about it. Yeah.
1: Yes, all yeah. about yeah. it because love your neighbor,
0: love one another.
1: Yes. Love, yeah. Yeah. And that's because they experienced it. Mm-hmm. They didn't make it up, mm-hmm. right? They experienced that love, and that love is is sure, is certain is as certain as anything it's just it's just always there the whole world is is just it's just love and and if our fourth chakra is open which is hard to do sometimes you know often because we're so concerned with you know all our issues and things that we're dealing with but if our fourth chakra is open, we feel protected, and we feel taken care of. No matter whether we're lonely or or surrounded by family. It's just it's just always there. It's a real dimension. So that's the fourth, so that's the fourth chakra. Fourth that no, opens I, yeah. up to the fourth dimension.
0: There are a couple of comments I'm going to make. So all of the thoughts and feelings that people have, like, I'm not deserving, I'm not good enough, I'm not lovable. That's all second and third chakra stuff. Is that right? <clears throat>
1: oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, right. if we and are that, translating it, is- it in that, and it's, and it's third chakra stuff, and it's also not being able to
0: tap into the fourth one it's it's saying that those those thoughts and emotions are keeping the doors closed exactly to to the love
1: so you can see you can see how it works it's very simple actually it's very simple but but it's at the same time the mind makes it very difficult to understand but basically if we look if you look at it from more of an engineering viewpoint you can see those gates as, uh, as congested, uh-huh. yeah. right? Mm-hmm. There is so mm-hmm. much emo- emotional energy and it, com- it it's compiles. It's just It's just more and more. And there are certain emotions that are stuck in there forever. You know, f- from some event from 20 years ago or more, there is that emotion that sits in there that's unresolved because the mind is keeping it there.
0: Right, it's because tragic.
1: mind it, it has experienced it, and and it tells, no, that's that's the way it is. You're no good, and and that emotion is there, and it doesn't come. It doesn't let go. And like toxins, you know, they stick to one another. There comes another little happening, and boom, that emotion gets bigger. That bad emotion grows and clusters. So there. So this is what happens in the second chakra and the third one. We have all these all these mental systems that we're stuck with, that will, mm. like, you know, this is what I call uh, egoholism. <laughs> we are we are mm-hmm. addicted. we are addicted to that, and and without without uh, thinking, we're just falling into the traps. Of the mind, and and we believe our emotions. Of course, I like it or don't like it. I don't like it. I like it. It's just there. It's always there. They are sitting in there. We need to clear it up, and that's what kundalini does. It clears it up, and when it enters the fourth chakra, we know that we are loved. That everyone is loved. So you know, yes. there are questions now. Yes. Why? Why am I going through this? If I'm loved, why am I going through this? The mind asks. And that's because we have to go higher up. Heart is here in the middle. It connects between the lower and the higher, you see? And so yes. through the heart, we can see how, uh, how people feel lonely and unloved and, and unhappy. And we can understand that they don't feel the love. But we need to go up because, as I said, chakras are hierarchical. And just love itself, even though love is all you need to feel happy, but to know everything, to know the whole system, and to know that actually you unite with God in your consciousness, that's something that needs to be experienced. So... If we go to the fifth now, are we ready?
0: Yes? We're ready.
1: Okay. So the fifth one is the connection, exchange of energy. This is where healing happens. If the fourth chakra is open, then the healing can happen. In this dimension, connection, exchange of energy, group uh, uh, consciousness, This is where we meet with other beings. Could be physical body beings like humans or animals, but could be any other beings. Could be angels, could be archangels, could be, you know, some people have uh, Mother Mary showing, some have aliens, other have demons you know, there will be all these different uh, beings, maybe from other galaxies. In my experience, I had, as you may remember from the book, I didn't know who these people were who showed up to me, but they were ascended masters who kind of acknowledged my travel and introduced me into their group. So, that's what's in the group that knowledge stays in the group but it's akashic records for example if you, you know about the akashic records right uh-huh.
0: i do mm-hmm. yeah yep.
1: so that's all that ever happened before that's happening now and it will happen is recorded so this is this incredible magical dimension that you can tap into with uh predispositions of maybe being psychic or maybe developing psychic properties. Also what's really the the main thing that heals and that connects, it's sound. So I myself was able to, in the early 80s, living still in Amsterdam, Amsterdam. One day I got really sick, I had just a regular Bad cold that I thought would keep me in bed for a week and the next day I was I had some important meeting with a gallery and and I just really wanted to make that meeting because the person was leaving town or something I don't remember exactly it was early 80s <laughs> but I remember that something told me to sit on the floor and to get the sound out of myself, which was like something like, Whoa. until I uh, you know, had no more breath and then started over again. And I did that. And from being completely congested, sore throat, sneezing nonstop, terrible headache, the next day I was fine. I did it for 45 minutes until I crashed and fell asleep. And when I woke up, I was fine. I had no symptoms of any cold. So that was really very surprising. I had no idea. But now we know, you know, it's it's 40 years later. We know about healing with sound, right? We know about sound baths. We know about uh, different kinds of energy healing so much more than... Then uh, uh, that time when I was experiencing it and I didn't really read anything about it. I just experienced it. That was all. So that's the fifth one. And it's also it's also drama, performance, dan- and dance. So people who, who um, you know, how music is inspiring. This is because it's opening up our fifth chakra. So it's inspiration that comes from listening to great music and great song. And it could be a mantra as well, right? As we already mentioned before. So listening to that can lift us up because it is lifting up. It's lifting up our spirit, literally. And that fifth chakra opens up to all these worlds and if you know it's always a, a blue color right it's always that blue angels are always on the background of a, of blue and there is a deeper blue and and that's the color of uh, of that throat chakra and that's the color that it uh, it emanates
0: that's so interesting i i haven't heard i haven't learned about the the throat chakra being the healing center and I think if we all knew about sound healing, that would completely change everything in our world. Now, Uh, it would completely shift Western medicine and and all of that. There's, there's, there is spiritual healing. There is. We can heal our bodies. Yes.
1: There (laughs) is spiritual healing. I mean, Western medicine is very good at performing surgeries and that's what very, it's very third chakra <laughs> <laughs> yes it's, it's very problem it's, solving <laughs> it's science yes it's science yeah, it's, so yeah. i don't want to denigrate science and, and say that it's useless but for spiritual There's more growth,
0: though
1: we need to There's we need though. to go beyond it and that's very difficult yeah. for us to do and so yeah. um yeah beyond uh, and the thing is that once this is a sacred chakra this is actually all sacred. We're all sacred. Everything is sacred. Everything is spiritual. But when consciousness reaches here, then we realize... Fourth
0: chakra, yeah.
1: Yeah, fourth chakra. Then we realize yeah. that life is sacred. So this is where sacred yeah. consciousness begins. And yes. it supposed yes. to continue throughout. yes. If it doesn't, then we can be uh, either, you know, chased by some demons and and obsessed uh, with uh, some kind of bad beings that are that are uh, uh, oppressing us, for example. And I hear about that a lot from people who had uh, kundalini rising going only to to some some place. And then suddenly someone gets a connection or some being or some person, even, you know, bad person can really cause problems. So we always need to use the fourth chakra all all the way going up. If the sixth chakra opens up spontaneously, because this is the nature of our upper chakras, they just suddenly can open up because of situation, because of whatever is going on, it's supposed to be anyway, but. We experience it as uh, as out of the blue, you know, something, an insight, a glimpse of uh, of um, other world. And if the sixth chakra opens up, we can be called by a god to perform some religious deeds. Uh, that you know, who knows what kind of god it could be. You know, we could you know be forced to. Uh, Get seven divergence or something. I don't know. Yeah.
0: You know. Yeah. So I think what you're saying, I can, this is really helping me understand mediumship and things like that. Yeah. But if, if if you like the heart, you have to go through the heart. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, what you what opens up for you and and the upper chakras. maybe these more problematic areas yeah
1: yeah you can become religious fanatic
0: yes in in, in
1: the the worst sense of the word if uh if uh yeah just have spontaneously you know become a visionary but you don't have the the fourth chakra open and 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 these ones have
0: to be clear too that's the thing yeah we need to have these i see this and i and I think some, I, I think, I think there are spiritual leaders who are who lead their people in a very bad place, and that's that's yeah. probably what's happening. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah, this is a great model for understanding yeah. a lot of life.
1: Yeah, because each okay. dimension is different. Each dimension yeah. operates on different principle, and so while here we have uh, group consciousness, akashic records. We, we meet with, uh, with beings that are uh, like ascended masters, for example, they're humans, they were humans who went through their process and uh, became saints and, and, are, and are still active and hopeful, but they're not in the bodies anymore. And then there are other beings, uh, as I already mentioned, you know, be angels or, or, or whatever other, uh, other beings that would be animal spirits or, or spirit mm-hmm. guides um, mm-hmm. that will help us. There is help there. So there is the help that comes from the fifth dimension. It's kind of equal to us in a way. It's, uh, it's like other beings, but these beings communicate on a peer level with us or if they already are much more advanced they still approach us in the in the same on the same level while if we move up to the sixth chakra this is uh, more of a, this is very important and difficult for some people to understand that there is an individual inquiry needed And that inquiry is called self-inquiry, and it begins in the third chakra. And I teach that. I don't think that anyone else is teaching it uh, in that specific way. When we learn about ourselves in the third chakra, we know we go through the process of know know yourself, know thyself, and um, Mm -hmm. get all the information that you know uh, about yourself from the third chakra. And then... Um in in the mock-up of a Kundalini uh, of a Kundalini rising, we investigate uh, going through the upper chakras. And by the time like here in the fifth one, we're just mostly observed because it's the other beings that are contacting us. We are not reaching out. other beings are contacting us and we are realizing that, the sound carries information. So we're just like tuning in, tuning into this vibration of the fifth chakra. But to tune into the vibration of the sixth chakra, we need a sixth dimension. Uh, we need to investigate individually. And that's through a vision. So this is the sound and mm-hmm. this is the vision. Through vision, we are, uh, We intuitively comprehend the vision. So when you enter the sixth dimension, we have this whole incredible array of uh, of, uh, sacred symbols, of uh, archetypes, whether there be... uh, um, Greek gods or whether they be uh, our, uh, our more contemporary gods or whether it be a, a, a pantheon of, uh, of Hindu 40,000 gods or, or uh, deities that we have in, in uh, Tibetan Buddhism or uh, any other religion will have archetypes. So um, we have tarot cards. And different types of divinations so it's visual understanding of symbols and concepts and so as we move up <clears throat> the it becomes more conceptual at some point in this in the travel through the sixth dimension and i'm it's very. It's. It's. There are many layers to it, as I already said, and uh, I teach it in a very uh, in a very orderly manner, and as uh, it's it's a uh, it's as uh, it's as rich as going through uh, through the previous dimensions altogether. It's very. It's very rich, but during that passage through uh, the vision or many visions that appear, we intuitively interpret them and intuition is kind of like another mind in a way, but it doesn't work logically like the third chakra, which goes one two three four and reaches reaches the goal by, logical and Mm -hmm, linear mm -hmm. thinking intuition is fast it's extremely fast so when when something people who have strong intuition they go bum right away before the question is finished you know before the asking Mm -hmm. question is is completed the answer already happens and So it has to do with visual understanding and practicing, like practicing on the fifth chakra, is practicing through sound, music, practicing dance, music performance, rituals in all of the upper ones. The sixth one is visual understanding, colors, and and uh, shapes, symbols. This whole image comes from the sixth chakra, right? It doesn't come from our eyes.
0: Yeah. It comes
1: from the third eye.
0: Right. So is that um, like um, inspiration?
1: It's almost, yeah, it's, it is, there is inspiration in there. It's intuitive. It's an intuitive um, comprehension.
0: Is this where, like, if you get a complete download of something, like a download of uh, an idea, is that where that is, or is that somewhere else? The
1: download of the ideas could be happening from the seventh chakra, too. Okay,
0: all right, okay, okay. Because that's
1: more of a pure intellect. But the sixth one already contains all the creative, uh, like the fifth one is creative, too, of course. And the sixth one is the creation that has to do with creating vision.
0: Vision, okay. Creating All right,
1: got it. and creating concepts. Astrology, mm-hmm. numerology, tarot cards, I Ching. There are many different kinds of divinations. All these concepts are in here. And then religions are in there too. hmm Mm-hmm. So they don't come from here, but they're used used here. But they come from, from that vision. You know, Moses had a vision, the burning bush and, and so on. Everybody knows about that. And it comes from vision. Usually God, in whatever God it is, it all six dimension. It's not yet pure consciousness. This is where the concepts are so right. uh, gods are 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 in here in the sixth dimension and depending on which god we 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 kind of have uh, either uh uh you know maybe maybe um our uh our past lives were connected with that god or maybe simply our our Family religion, we relate, we we connect, we tap into that particular god or completely different god. You know, so many people suddenly start singing uh, mantras about uh, Hindu gods with six arms and five eyes, and and they feel fine about it, right? It feels like all right. You know, I I couldn't do it, but but for others, it just works, right? Uh, there is there they're just praying to a god that's riding an elephant and, and it's okay. I and and so we have we we see with the third eye that's where the vision is and what happens as we as we uh, interrogate and that inter the self inquiry is a process of asking questions and receiving answers and that's all intuitive process but it is with mind being present
0: okay so the third chakra is chiming in
1: it's it's yeah it's it's observing it it's it's okay. it's seeing okay. it. it's already knows that it's not that important because it's already released all those con all those false concepts mm-hmm. right It doesn't have, you know, we are assuming that we cleared up everything because we'll have different, uh, different concepts there. And we go, Hey, wait a moment. That's not the way it is because this mind is always going to doubt. It's always going to judge. It's always going to base its, uh, its, uh, opinion on another opinion from the past. So once we don't have, we have clear energy here of the tool to be used, that tool can observe very well what's going on and okay. comprehend it because this mind is Got very it. able to comprehend it just it just usually congested with all kinds of garbage from you right know, whenever uh, so when it's clear it can see what's going on and this and all these are open so all these chakras are open by the time we get to the sixth one we can see down all these dimensions and moreover that's where we can realize that time is created it's a concept right that's added to our life story so we have this life story but the matrix of creation is in the sixth dimension so okay. each each life is actually coded code it in, in a way that we can't, as humans, we can't read it. We can't read the code, although probably some interesting science fiction movies would would read <laughs> it, right? Uh, the code, right? There was, there was something like that. Um, but, you know, it all has to do with the sixth dimension. All these theories have to do with the sixth dimension. So um, here is where creation takes place. And once that creation is clear to our Kundalini who is moving up and exploring each of these dimensions and it's up here, able to see down, realizing, knowing very well that we are present in this moment where we are. This is not a moment of losing ground and having out-of-body experience. That's not an out-of-body experience this is being here and now and knowing very well, you know, a time of the day and place and, and who we are and everything. But at the same time, seeing through down from this place up here. And once we know that time is a concept and once we know we are actually, our life story is already created. This goes to, you know, destiny or, or whatever way you want to understand it. But Obviously, some people know future, the psychic people know future, so there must be some kind of uh, coded information about the future of somebody somewhere since since we can reach it, right? So you can find it in the sixth dimension. And uh, once we know that, in my case, when I realized that I was uh, a little upset, because I'm like, oh God, so it's all known and it's all farmed on the grid and and that's it. But uh, this is where we have this incredible opportunity to uh, self-realize. So self-realization is self-realization of our soul. Here is when our Kundalini becomes a self-realized soul and sees itself on the background of all the lifetimes and sees itself beyond all the earthly problems and issues and and the lifetimes. And as it keeps on working through self-inquiry, it can move up. Sometimes people uh, have the experience, and the experience gets stuck here; doesn't go mm-hmm. here.
0: It, Does it could go to end seven? In
1: different ways, but um, it, it one becomes becomes uh, very religious in some ways. But if we are able to keep on asking those questions, because this is an incredible moment of. You know, finding things that you can't find anywhere else. This is only your your own your own self-inquiry into your, your own consciousness. And eventually the soul self-realizes beyond all there is, and as itself realizes, it self-realizes, it Knows that that soul can become whatever it wants. It's completely free. It's completely free from, from time. It's free from any, any measure. Time and place. It can, that's, that's how deities, gods become gods. You can become, become God at that time.
0: See. yeah, ma'am, I can see that if uh, the, I mean, obviously, there's so much more to life than the first three three chakras where we're kind of seem to be stuck in. It's almost like a a, a matrix that we're in. yeah, and and, it, and as we move up, we we see that we are God beings. We are we yeah. experience ourselves as exactly. sons and daughters of God. yeah and and yeah. not just as a concept, because I think I think uh, many people. And myself included, um, you know can live through that concept, but th- there's something that's completely different between the concept of we're all God to actually having that experience. Yes
1: and, and that's it, it's it's the process you see here yeah because yeah for example, if we think about soul and think about it in from in the terms of uh, Hindu religion, soul exists in the in the Hindu system in the Buddhist yeah. system, soul doesn't exist it's only direct enlightenment but the reason for it is that soul exists in the sixth dimension okay it exists right. there and as that self that self realized soul our individual being realizing that it exists it's immortal that's the main thing that soul, that the soul realizes. Our Kundalini realizes
0: that. Yes. Yeah. And that I think if, immortal soul. if we if we then it had can a become a god, yes. If we had, had a glimpse of our immortal soul, if we had a glimpse that of our of our eternal nature, we would not be stuck in all of this fear that we're stuck in now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's everyone's afraid of each other, they're afraid of dying, they're afraid of sickness. They're afraid of, you know, governments and corporations and fear, fear, fear. Everyone is broadcast all the time. And we are so much more. And um, yeah, when all those kind of programs keep us in those bottom three chakras. So I love what you've presented. I love the model. I could talk to you for a long time. I, I feel like we need to wrap this up and maybe schedule another time. Let's um, maybe just to, go over to the
1: seventh one because that's, for sure. that's the, that's the for ultimate, sure. uh, ultimate thing, yeah. and it's not going to take too long because, as yeah, much the sixth uh, dimension is very is, is, has many layers, the seventh one is, is just like one, it opens or it doesn't open. And okay. if it opens, it opens through self inquiry, through us ask, asking those questions and receiving answers. And then you know the answers come. It's just the answers come, and they are they are they are absolutely correct. They're true. If someone is able to lead that self inquiry all the way from he, from here all the way to the seventh chakra, and if the seventh chakra is developed, which means that we need something that we don't learn in schools. Again, another big mistake. We don't learn philosophy. We don't learn that intellectual investigation that's not the third third, uh, chakra mind. That's witnessing and discernment. This mind identifies, this one discerns. So, okay, so
0: number three identifies and number seven discerns. Okay. Exactly.
1: If yeah. we learn that discernment, this is called subtle body because it's very subtle. It really uh-huh. is subtle. And the whole discernment is very subtle.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: so um, if we are talking about the full spiritual enlightenment uh, experience, not uh, not, anymore, not yet permanent when our kundalini goes back and sits down in the heart that's how the saints and 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 uh people who are forever in this space not anymore here but here big great saints you know that's how they are experience itself of of uh, spiritual enlightenment is when this chakra bursts open and it bursts open upon upon uh, asking the right question and receiving the right answer when that answer happens like with my case and you may remember that and it's really Mm -hmm. important because i think it's not just in my individual thing i asked when, uh, when I realized that our soul creates everything, creates our life, we've created our own life. We're fully responsible for what's happening with us in this lifetime. We've created it. We don't know it here, but here we finally realize that. When we realize that, I, I ask the question, where does the soul get energy to create itself? That was my question. And the answer came, inspiration. And Mm. as soon as I received that answer, I became inspiration. And as soon as that happened, I could not ask any more questions. This chakra burst open in full light. It's just light, there is no, I could not ask any more questions. I united with all there is in full understanding that it's inspired creation ongoing continually. And what we see as reality, it's actually so, the power is so immense, we can't can't fathom it. Mm-hmm. It's changing, it's anew all the time. Whatever you see now, it's happening anew at every moment. It's not solid. The perception is solid from this dimension for us. For us, this is all understood from the third from the third chakra, it's felt from the from the second one, and when we hear that, maybe that it's not real, that it's an illusion, that that uh, that it's all happening simultaneously at once. Everything, everything is just is just being just happening like that. That creation is, and the understanding of it is at the top of the of the sixth chakra. But when it's happening, it's all just potential. It's all pure inspiration and potential. It becomes first abstracting concepts and then some of these concepts materialize. So that's, that's, the, whole, that's the whole journey beautiful. Thank you. So
0: beautiful. I, I wish we had done this as video because for one thing, everyone would be able to see what you're referring to on your, your image. And I will provide that on the podcast page. But the other thing is, is to see the light that you are, you know, you are really a light and it's so very obvious. So if we, if we do this again, we should do this in videos so that people can see you too. And because um, it's different than just a, a photograph. Yes, you know, you, we we can see your light and your essence, and yeah,
1: well, it's not it's, it's not any me. It's it's, you know, it's of course. It, yeah, yeah.
0: It it's is just, all, all those, it, those energy centers, and
1: yeah, it um, just happened that I had the experience, and, and I am able to talk about it because it happened so peacefully, step after step, and I was able to understand yes. it and see through it and and uh, understand the system. So I was lucky.
0: Yeah. You know. And, uh, yeah. Well, I think it's I think it's so interesting. I'm sure there are thousands of people that go, "Oh, I wish I had that experience." But I I think I think what we're all when we say things like that, um, I think we're all just want to connect to the divine, you know. And so, yeah, we want to have your experience because it sounded so pure and so amazing, but really, we each have our own path, right? We have our own path. To the divine, and we need to honor our process. But it sounds like you, as a teacher, help people understand these different energy centers, understand kind of the keys to the the gateway, and and how to clear these centers out, and understand how to get the the kundalini to naturally rise, and it will and rise that you by
1: itself,
0: yes, yes, it rises by itself when you release the blocks, and that's so beautiful. And do you have like because I'll, I'll have your website as well but do you teach classes or do you do coaching or what do yes, you yes
1: do? i do teach i teach uh, a program mainly i i used to teach sessions uh, uh various sessions um, on any subject but i'm focusing now on one program they call it higher self but it's also i'm i'm going to present it in an online course it's going to be called uh, our individual uh, it's going to be called uh, our multi-dimensional consciousness system and this is okay. what I'm teaching I'm teaching an overview like we did today and okay. then I'm teaching how to practice on each chakra how to train the lower ones some of it is new and some of it is what we already know from other great spiritual masters from the past so um, how to train the, the lower chakras and how to cultivate the upper ones each of them okay. works on a different principle as i said so it's a different exercise for each of them and and so and that's the first basic program and then uh people who uh, completed that program can keep on uh keep on um taking classes further and those will be uh specific to to the individual uh like for example i do have uh uh, right now one student who's doing self-inquiry only because each of these each of these uh practices you know, it's some for some people. It's very hard to do. Just uh, stepping out of the emotion is very hard for uh, the mind. Yeah. It's very difficult. So it takes time for for some to really not only grasp the concept of it, but actually go through the practices. So um, I, I uh, teach individually after completing the program. So everyone uh, pretty much needs to go through. Uh, eight modules it's eight modules the first one is overview the second one is the second chakra and so on and the eighth one is creating a practice together we're creating a practice of uh, working on one chakra and working on combined practices like i said about painting working on on focusing the mind and working on on uh developing the sixth chakra for example playing instrument or you know Different different practices the for their yeah. yeah, they're,
0: they're combined Beautiful. practices. Some of yeah, so us naturally
1: do, you know, anyway, but it's good to know that we do it.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. I'll have I'll have a link to your website on, on the podcast webpage. I like I said, I could keep talking for a long time. I, I try to stay true to an hour-ish on my podcast. Um so maybe maybe we'll do another Another time together. That would be lovely. Yes. Oh, my God. hour and 40 minutes. Yes. Yeah. I think we went a little long, but we we started a little bit later. But I'm going to close this. And um, so thank you so much, Monique, for coming and sharing your, your experience and about the chakras. And I now close the spiritual forum. Thank you for listening. If you want to learn more about us, check out thespiritualforum.org. The Spiritual Forum is affiliated with Unity Worldwide Ministries. We're a nonprofit corporation and depend solely on donations from people like you. If you find that you're benefiting from your listening, we encourage you to donate on our website, thespiritualforum.org. Our music is by Matt Nelson, sound engineering is by Mark Toszelski.